0: Welcome to Fire Nugget with Pastor David, where hearts are restored, faith awakened, all to the glory of Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening.
1: Speak to us, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Yes. The Lord gave us a word for the month: trust and obey. And I want to talk about on what I call the power of obedience. I want to start by telling you these words: "You are what you had today because of what you obeyed." Do you understand what I'm saying? Some people will say, "Ah, I'm stubborn. I can't obey." I'm very, very stubborn. I can't obey anybody, nobody. But you see something that your stubbornness is obedience to something. So, whether you like it or not, if you don't obey the right thing, you will obey the wrong thing. Some of us, the way we are living our life now, say, ah, nobody can tell me what to do. But you're already following the pattern of your father's house. The pattern. The same way your father runs the family and and ruins the family, you have started ruining your own too. I say I, I I have the heart of my. You don't have the heart of your own. You are obeying something. But let me tell you what the Lord is saying: If you obey God, there is blessing attached to it. Let's take that popular hymn, please. Let's take that popular. Somebody come on the keyboard, please. Come. Let's take that popular hymn and sing that. It said, When we trust in the Lord, trust Anobi. Trust Anobi. Trust Anobi. When we trust in the Lord, in the light of the... Are you ready right now? I want you to sing it. Just sing it. It's a confession. I will move. Can you put it behind me? Let's go. When we walk with the Lord In the height
2: of His run For the glory He sheds on our way When we do His good will He abides with us still And we tell you we'll just and obey just and obey For the snow on way to be happy in Jesus,
1: Jesus. but to trust and glory wonderful He said, there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to what? To trust and obey. What is obedience? You see, a lot of us are not getting testimonies. A lot of us are not getting the breakthrough we want. The victory we want. Because we don't understand how God operates. And if you don't know your God... There is little you can get from you. You know, it's possible that you can be coming to church. If I ask you, how long have you been coming to church? You said since 1977. And you don't know God. It's possible. It's possible. I'm saying, people, you don't really know who this God is. So if they ask you, why are you a Christian? You can't even answer. Because you just saw it, you were born there. You know, they are calling Jesus. You have never encountered that Jesus before. You don't have an experience with him will say jesus you should mention jesus say jesus say jesus you don't know anything about him. you don't know him it's possible i can't forget the story of my security guard in nigeria in my house so in the house we have a place where the security like their own apartment so all of a sudden i just woke up first day i saw this lady moving in and out of the apartment she was greeting me, sir, sir, I don't know the lady. I said, it's men that, men are supposed to be there. She was moving in and out, cooking. Everybody will be rejoiced. Ah. So one way or the other, we concluded that maybe it's the wife of one of, the, one of them. So one week, the girl was in and out. So I now called the one, I said, ah, who is that lady? He said, ah, it's my wife. Oh. Ah, I said, what is the name of your wife? He said, oh baby. I said, no, her real name. He said, oh God you know, I don't really know her name. I call her, oh baby. I said, ah, you don't know somebody's name, it's living with you, it's cooking. <laughs> you know, I said, ah, I said, how did you meet? I said, I just met her on the way. So, it's, <laughs> and the only thing you know about the lady is what, oh baby. So you don't know her name? say, oh God, I will go ask her real name. I say, ah. So some people like that. You know, it's possible. I'm not telling you a story. It's life story. Oh, baby. <laughs> That's what I used to call him. That, ah, oh, baby. Till I left that house. That, ah. You're living with somebody. You're sleeping with someone. You don't know her real name. The only thing you know is what? Oh, baby. It's possible that you can be coming to church. You can be shouting with us. You have say, what no man can do? You have done and you don't know who we are talking about. See, so the knowledge of God is the beginning of some good things to begin to happen in your life. There is no way you will know your God and testimony will not comfort. This is what I know. There is nobody that has diligently served this God and left him empty and dead. No. When you know your God, you will do exploit. So that question comes, do you know him? Because so if you don't know him, you won't be able to watch obey him. You don't know what that obedience brings. That is why I want you to, to take you through the power of obedience. Obedience opens gates. Obedience can do a lot of things. What is obedience on his own obedience is the test of authentic commitment. It's the test of what authentic what commitment. You know, when you are committed, authentic there's nothing you are anything he has you to do, you are doing it. That is what is called obedience, and like, there's some facts about obedience that you have to know. Every blessing in the kingdom of God. Responds to your what? Your obedience. Every blessing. Abraham' blessing. It responds. Let's quickly look at what the Bible says in the Theronomy. There is this passage that a lot of people, when even when we are, anytime we're reading it, as the Bible uh, verse, people don't read. The only thing they just do is amen. amen because those blessings in this scripture, they are what? Loaded. But look at the condition for those blessings. Deuteronomy 8, I read from verse 1. He said, And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Do you see how he started? That if you hearken diligently, you see that he's not just hearken. He said, hacking diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe. Let me put it in normal, our own English now. To obey and to do all his commandment, which I have commanded thee this day, that he, the Lord thy God, will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. He said, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Every blessing that God gives is a response to what your obedience. Your obedience. So, if you don't obey His work, some people will say, Oh, I don't do most of those things those people are doing, and God is blessing me, so I don't think I need to do it. Oh, you don't know what real blessing is. I've seen people that have been blessed and it got to a particular time of their life. When they are telling people how they've been blessed before, people will say, keep quiet, you are lying. Because they can't see the mark in their life. But what we are talking about blessing now, we are talking about blessing that moves from generation to generation. You know, there are some families that because of the last name they bear, they can, ever, they, they can never be in the region of poverty. Even if they gamble every night. Do you know that? That's what we are calling blessing. It's not the one that one problem, one cut kiss, you are finished. Everything, one serious infirmity, psh, you are gone. That is not the blessing we are talking about. We're talking the blessing, we are talking about the blessing without sorrow. The blessing that when it comes, you know that you are fully covered. That is the blessing we are talking about. We can say, oh, Pastor David, oh, you're talking about the Old Testament. This has to do with the Old Testament. Now, grace has covered everything. I don't need to obey his instruction again. I don't need to do what the Lord wants me to do. So I can go out party. I can do what others are doing. I can do anything I like. And God will still bless me. Look at what the Lord says in Matthew. Matthew 5. Verse 17. He said, Think not that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to what? To fulfill it. So we still need to obey what God wants us to do. There are lots of people that our life is going against the will of God. There are lots of people that your life, the way you are running it, is outside what God wants you to be. That's why a lot of people have, they meet what is called short life. Short life. Imagine somebody right now that, according to God's will, is for you to be walking in his vineyard, and evangelize, bring souls to Christ. But you are outside there, sleeping with different women. You say, they just like me. When I talk, they are always laughing. They say, I'm so funny, you, 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 you brighten up the house. Hey, and you sleep with this one. You sleep with the uh, uh, sister. You sleep with the assistant sister. You sleep with the, you understand? You move around. And you say, they all want me. To, uh. Your life will be shortened. You say, ah, But I'm doing this. God is still blessing me. Wait. There is consequence for everything. Every blessing in the kingdom responds to what? Obedience. The next one. You can only assess spiritual blessing through obedience. Through what? Obedience. That is the only way you can assess spiritual blessing. Let's look at the the book of 1 John. 1 John 5, verse 3. For this is the love of God that we keep is what? Commandment. And his commandments are not what? Grievous. He said, oh, it's too grievous. No, he said it's not what grievous. It's something that you can achieve. It's something you can achieve. I'm bringing the word of God to some of you that really, the life you are living, it's not something you want your child to live. Then you are not yielding to his commandment. Obedience is the one that makes blessing flowing automatically. And if church does not tell you the truth, where will you hear it? I, I have discovered that some people don't even like the truth; they don't like the truth at all. Anybody that tells them the truth, they fight the person. When you see such fellow, please run away from them. They are toxic. Anybody that tells them the truth, they fight them. They run away. They like people that pamper them, people that will always tell them. They will tell them that, oh, you are a lion. And really you know that you are a cockroach. That every attribute of cockroach you have. But they are calling you a lion. I've never seen a lion built like a cockroach. So the person telling you that, change, 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 change. You push the person aside. I've seen people that left church and say that, I don't want anybody to control my life. I think they want to control my life. No, just say, don't control, don't go to the... They said, don't go to all those people. I say, no, all those places mean that don't go to the truth. But the truth must be said. I told you something last week, and I'm going to repeat. Obedience may be costly, but the last effect is what priceless. It might be costly. Remember the widow of sarifat It was the last meal that she had. The last meal for her and her family. The prophet said he should bring it for them. Can you, can you hear can you see how obedience can be? A last meal. The prophet said, bring it, go bring it. And that lady said, ah, it's what I will eat. And my children and my with my uh with my child, and that he said, Go bring it. If you try it this way, this uh, this age, social media will destroy the prophet. They will destroy, he said, go bring it. That is what that's obedient. By bringing that thing, it was so costly. But yet, that was what changed the finances of that woman. Obedience is costless. But the result, the end result, is what? Priceless. The end result is always priceless. Remember what is in John 2, verse 7. They are looking for new wine, they were looking for wine. The wine, they ran out of wine in a party and they went to meet Jesus. Jesus said, Put water in the basin. You know, sometimes what you are obeying might not even make sense, but the hand is what? Priceless. You are looking for money. You are saying you are looking for money and God is telling you, So what you have. Say, Ah, ah if I got also more with this one, I will get. We we'll say, No. So, does it make sense people are looking for wine he said put water in the gallon by that time if you try that people will even slap you before before you turn the water to wine now because he said this is the scientific age what do you mean sometimes when you obey people will mock you imagine those people pouring that thing pouring water in that gallon people will laugh at them i don't know what you are doing right now it seems you are pouring water in a gallon And people around you are telling you, what are you doing? I pray that the same way that miracle of water to wine mesmerize people. Your miracle will mesmerize those around you. In the name of Jesus. So when God is asking you to do some certain things, it doesn't make sense. A lot of people, when you want to walk with God and you want to apply your sense, you cannot walk far with the Lord. A lot of people will say, oh, I want God to use me. Oh, I want to serve the Lord. But obedience is the key to walk with the Lord. You want to walk with the Lord? You have to learn to obey. Look at the life of Abraham. He obeyed. That was when God, and he got the blessing, when God, what is called the sworn blessing, God sworn that by you are blessed. You know when God misblessed somebody, that was what he did for Abraham. Because he asked for what? He asked for his only son. The one he loved. He said, I want it. Some of us, what God is even asking, is not even your whole, Leo. You have like ten. But you are giving. No, 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 no. You start binding the Holy Spirit. I see people binding the Holy Spirit. The only time you don't bind the Holy Spirit is when you are receiving. But when the Holy Spirit is asking you to do something. Somebody is seated in the church and the Holy Spirit is saying, go out and work for me. He say, I don't want people to embarrass me. I don't want people to be talking around me. See, when you start mixing up with these Nigerians, when you mix up, they start talking about you. They start your case with you all over. And God say, that is where I want you to be. I want you to be the place where they'll be talking about you. I say, ah, that cannot be God. I got to change this church. I'm confused. But God is saying that is what he wants. That is what he wants. That is what he wants. He wants to put you in a place where you don't even like. I normally tell people when they come, especially people that are called by God and they are running away, when they come meet me and they are complaining, "Hey God, you understand?" You know, I, this America, I hear all those things. When someone said, "Go, Pastor, you should tell God, you should understand now that this." I say, hey, hey, "Hey, God, you understand?" So I used to say something. I said, "Do you think I want to be seated as?" A pastor, and say, I'm pastor. Do you the way you look at me, the way you hear me talk, you think I want you? No, it's by compulsion that this is where I want you. So, lots of people want God to do things for you, but you don't know that obedience is a key, it's something that makes things to happen. This obedience we are talking about said every act of obedience is passing the test that guarantees you a change of status, a change of story, a test. Sometimes it's like a test. God we say, be doing this, be doing that. That thing you are doing, people are not applauding you. What you are doing, people are even messing you up with it. God said, continue doing it. Some people, you are in a place of work and God says, stay there. You say, no, I hate the manager. That manager, the manager, the description of the manager, is a fool. You say, no, he's not a fool. He's a goat. Oh, sorry, I hate goat. He's not goat. He's a pig. And God said, stay there. Stay there. He said, no, no, nobody can be talking to me like that. No, no, no. No, God says, stay there. All what you are hearing is stay there. But your ego is saying, move out, move out, move out, move out. Immediately you move out. Another take your place. Another person takes your place. And after some years, you're not know, saying, why did I do that? You fail the test of obedience. So when God is asking you to do something, anything that God asks you to do does not mean that the thing is, is sweet. Or it's going to be, it's not going to be sweet at once. That's why I told you, when I left the congregation of 5,000 to stay with five people here, it wasn't sweet. It was not sweet. Who opens my door here? Yeah. When I get, people open my door. When I'm walking, to people in front. But I, it wasn't sweet. I started opening door for people in church. But that was well. God wanted me to do. Obedience. A lot of people don't like this part of God. The only part we, have, we like is what? I receive. I receive. I receive. I put it to you. What is God asking you to do? It doesn't look well, but that is what will change your status. That is what will change your status. Let's look at Genesis 22. We read that last week. You can see with the way I'm talking right now that blessing and obedience they work hand in hand. Blessing and what? Obedience with God. Blessing, you want God to bless you, it works hand in hand. God says, pay your tithe. He said, no, why should I pay it? I'll be giving the motherless children. It's good to give to the motherless, but that's not where God says your tithe should go. He said, bring it to the house of the Lord. It's obedience. It comes with a blessing. Genesis 22 verse 1. He said, and it came to pass after these things that God did what? Tamed Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son. God is talking now. He didn't say, Take thy son. He reminded him, Thy only what son, Isaac. That was go sacrifice him. And that man stood for three days, was walking. No voice, no word, nothing from God. And he kept going until God said, No, you have passed that test. A lot of us are where we are right now, the condition because every time this test of obedience comes, we fail woefully. Every time God wants to elevate us, He brings this test, we fail. I've seen people that have told God, God, if you can do this for me, oh, Papa, if you can do this for me, oh, Papa, I will come and testify, oh, Papa. Papa said, okay, I said, She's because okay, I'll do it. I go, they say. I don't like people looking at me in my mouth too much. Everybody, I'm embarrassed. I can't do it. I mean, if you can do this for me, oh I know that do this for me. He will do it. Later, you not say, I don't know why God does not want to answer my prayer. He still yes, prayer, but that prayer I used to what? Obedience. 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 What you do. Count more than what you see. What am I trying to say? Obedience is superior to confession. Some of us, what we know how to do is just to confess. Say things but we don't do. When it's time to do the right thing, you don't do it. You just say it. You say it. That was why I tell you that if you just know how to pray, you are looking for financial blessing. You know how to pray. You don't know how to sow. You are just wetting a ground that you have not planted anything. Waste of time. You know, things will grow. But what we grow will be what? Weeds. Obedience. Some people are here right now. The reason some people will come before the the pastor and they will go, I tried this. It's not working. I tried that. It's not working. What is going on? And God will just say, I want to use this fellow. And you tell the person, God wants to use you. That's why things are lying. He said, Hey, let him first answer me. And he will use me. I said, well done. The creator. You can't even create your village. Eh? You are talking about somebody that created heaven and earth. He said, let him force answer. 419. Fraudulent start. You want God to force answer so that you will not give him another condition. And you know some people, because of grace, God do answer. And the more he answers, it some people, oh, I remember some people before they were even, even able to get International bridge. They say, I will serve you. Oh, Papa. On the altar of prayer city. I will serve you. Oh, Papa. Papa. Oh, Papa, say, I will give you. You are here now. Looking at the pastor. Say, God will bless this man. He's trying. God is going to bless him. He's trying. Ah, He's trying. We applauding. Be applauding. Be applauding. I read a scripture to you this morning, Revelation three verse 7. three verse seven. He was talking about opening door. He said, "Because of what you have done, that is why those doors will open. The keys will be there. They are keys. The Bible talks about keys to the kingdom. But with Jesus, we have what is called the master key. So when he opens." those doors you see that every other key you apply will work so first of all for it to work you must obey the lord is looking right now not for people that will come to church and just say amen he's looking for people that will come and be part of the of the soldier they hear me he wants somebody to come and become a soldier let me tell you a very good illustration you know when you go to this to this football field, or what do you call it? Soccer field. I'm used to soccer. I've tried to love football. I can't love it, I don't know. American football, I've tried. tried. It's not just technical, it's more brutal. I like something more technical. Uh So I've not been able, I'm still watching, I'm still trying, I just uh, somebody will fall on the floor, I don't like it. I like when somebody is dribbled, you land on the floor, you stand up again. (laughs) Nobody touch you, but you're on the floor. That's the type of game. So when you find yourself there, you discover that in a soccer game, how many players, 11 aside, making what, 21? Just 21 players. But by the time you look at the stadium, some stadium has 80,000 capacity. 80 what? 1,000 capacity. But you know what happens in that stadium. All those 80,000, they are there. They paid to come. But nobody knows their name. But you see those 21 as far as away as the stand is from that field everybody in that stadium they what? They know their name. Because they are what? Participants. They are the one that is doing the work. But everybody up there they are shouting. They even paid money to come. But they are coming to look at those 21 people that are playing, that are, you understand, that are dribbling each other, passing to each other. That's the same way this world is. A lot of people are here, but few people are participants. A lot of people are here. We are here now. Are you in the stadium? I'm here. But what are you doing there? I remember one day that my son told me, but they are having a volleyball game in the school. Can we go? I said, what are you going to do? He said to watch. I said, you want to be a participant? Get out. Today you are playing. Tell me I will take. You want to go and be applauding others. No, you have to be the one that is what? Playing. Then I will take you there. You want to be applauding others. So, there is. That's what is going on in the kingdom of God. A lot of people are in church, but very few are on the field. Very few. There's people seated right now that you have fantastic gifts that we you put the church of God, but you are seated there. You say, I don't want anybody to touch me. I don't want anybody to say what you have annoy me. I don't. You say, I'm very sensitive. You say, this is your sensitivity? Hey, you don't know that in hell fire, there is nothing called sensitivity. All your sense organ will be destroyed by fire. I'm very sensitive. I don't want anybody. But you know that God is telling you that serve me. Serve me. Serve me. Serve me. Serve me. Look at what the Bible says. Let's quickly go. I want to round up because of our time. Let's go to the book of Revelation, chapter three. I want you to see about this name thing I'm talking about. Go to verse twelve. He said, "Him that overcometh, will I make what a pillar in the temple of my God." And he shall go no more out, I pray. Your star will not go out in the name of Jesus. And I will write upon him the name of my word, my God. the those that overcome, he said, I will write upon him the name of my word, my God. And the name of the city of my God which is a new Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. That only happens to, to those that participate. I'm putting it to you that this is the end time. We need to rise up. God needs soldiers. Can you see how these LGBT people are recruiting people? I had to call the Sunday school te- uh, the cho- uh, children's teachers last week. I told them that we need to change our game. Oh, this Mary is the mother of Jesus. It's not what those kids need. Now they are going back to school and a boy that came last year is back and said, I'm a girl. The kids are confused. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody came back and said, I'm a ah. but you were a girl before. He said, I'm now a boy. A boy came back, I'm now, I'm now a girl. And do, how do you expect those small, small children to coordinate that? Before you know it, day two, we start saying that I uh, I think I, I, I'm. So we need to rise up as a church. So I started telling them, we must help these young ones. We must start composing songs to tell them, I am a girl, I'm beautiful. I am a girl, I'm beautiful. I am a girl, I'm beautiful. Do you know they need that? I need people to go there and be helping those kids. But you are seated there. You are seated. Nobody is ready to do the work of God. I thank God for those people that came to clean the church the other time. We are so impressed with you. God will bless you. And every mess in your life. God will clear it in the name of Jesus. Do you understand what I am saying? God needs soldiers. Remember the beginning of that passage. He said, those that deny my name. How do you deny the name of God? You are walking in a place. You have been there for 2-3 years. Nobody knows you are a Christian. You have never evangelized to anybody. You can't remember the last time you brought somebody to church. You are denying the name of God. They don't know. In your apartment, they don't know you are a Christian. They don't. that with they know. When sometimes you come back, you are drunk. They don't know. You are walking in a place. Nobody knows. You have not shared Jesus before. Ordinary, your WhatsApp, the only thing that you put there is when you have a new dress. You now threw your mouth like in. And that's what you share. You can't remember when you shared the word of God. You are denying his name. That's what they call denier. Do you know somebody can be seated with, with, with you at your place of work? They need that... They are looking for solution. They have prayed in the morning that God I'm going through this. Who can help me? And you are there, you are chatting away. You are talking about Al Kelly. You've all finished that one. Talk about Beyoncé. They are talking. They, you talk about this and All those should be you go to uh Democrats and Republican. That's the only conversation. You have never talked about Jesus. You are denying him. I'm telling you, they are recruiting. That's why have the children soon i we're trying to look at And drugs, the ones that are older, the ones that, okay, they, they, maybe they have found that older. I mean, boy. And, drugs. Drugs is out. I have to tell the teachers, go do research on drugs. Because by the time you start mentioning the name, they will shift well. I've worked with youth for so many years. When they know, once they realize you know the names, they accept you. So we have to start working on that there are people that are supposed to be saying amen they are helping your own children what are you doing for god that's where that obedience is coming some of you are seated there you're, you can sing 10 times more than all those people that have sang here today but you are there you saying, oh they're correcting it. oh that's off pitch they... see john you say oh, no 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 I don't I don't your Obedience is a response. <laughs> your, your blessing is a response to what? Your obedience. What has God committed in your hands that you are not doing? Some people, God has told you, just walk for me, I'll bless you. You know that's what you are supposed to just walk for me. I'll bless you. Walk of your hand. Just walk. Walk. I've told you we need help with the kids. Even parents, you have to wake up all those parents that you are just walking from one schedule to another. You need to tell you are a boy, you are handsome. People that have young boy, tell them you are so handsome. You will always be boy. I have to tell somebody that please be composing song that will be teaching them, so that when they go to school and they are having conversation, do you want to turn to a girl? You don't like my blonde hair. The boy will say, No. My name is Adam. I cannot be. You think things like that? We want to be teaching our kids all things like that. That Adam cannot become Eve. We want things like that to come and be teaching them. The soldiers of the enemy are out there trying to enter politics, trying to control everywhere. What are you doing for God? What are you doing for God? Let's look at this scripture and I round up. I pray that God will help us with this few points of mind. Some of us have to go back to our diary and know some things and start asking what has God asked me to do that I've not done. Why is pastor really screaming on this? There must be something. Look at your life. Let's look at the book of Ecclesiastes 12. Verse 13. He said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his word commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. God did not create you to just have, create a world for yourself. Create a world. This is how I want it. Any decision that you are making with your wife with anything that is against the world of God, there is, a, there is always a punishment for it. So people, you have told God, this is what you will do for him. But you are not saying, ah, it's my it's agreement, You the, the way you are agreeing together to work against God, that's how you will find yourself in agreement in hellfire. Say, so this is our agreement. And you know very well, you know right from the beginning, you have a covenant with God. And that covenant says you have to serve him. But right now you have agreed. Agreed. But when the problem starts, you run back to God. The power of obedience. You want God to bless you. Then your obedience level must be turned on. Who are those people that God has told you to cut off from your life? You need to cut them off. Do you know those places where God says you should not go again? You must make sure you don't get there. So that the blessings will come. Let's rise up on our feet right now. Before I say any other thing, I want you to talk to God. Especially if something has convicted you that I'm not obeying my God. If something is telling you that, yes, it's me that the pastor is talking to. I want you to talk to God and say, God, I will start doing what you ask me to do talk to your God as if you are talking to a friend right now. Close your eyes. And don't tell me you are short of words. There are people you pick phone and you are talking one and a half hours. You are talking to God right now. Let all your concentration be there. Talk to God. Talk to him. Tell God that I will obey you. Whatsoever you ask me to do, I will do. Some of you, there are some things God wants you to do. God doesn't want you to just come to church and be watching others perform. He said, Those that are performing, those that have overcome, that have held on to me, He said, I will put my name on them. My name, my name, my name on them, my name, my name on them. What do you want to be doing for God to talk to God? You're not doing for any man. Anybody that does things in church and you think you are helping a man, you are making a big mistake. There is a register in heaven where it's been written what you are doing for God. Talk to God. shepherd of my soul I give you full control wherever you
2: may lead I will follow oh yeah I have made a choice to be to your Wherever you may be I will go Be it we will be In the quiet pastures oh, Or by the gentle stream. Oh, Shabbat of my soul is by my side. Give a voice upon a high mountain, yeah. a valley dark and big. Oh, yeah, the Shabbat of my soul is made by my sing it one more Shepherd of my soul yeah. Shepherd, of Shepherd of my muscle. soul We are who oh, I, I need in full control, control. Wherever you may be I will follow. You. I, have I have made a choice I have made a choice To release yeah. to who
0: Place your right hand on your chest and pray this. Say this loud and clear. Strange Spirit, making me to disobey my God. Be bound in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray right now. Strange Spirit, making me to disobey my God. Be bound. Open your mouth and say it well. Every strange spirit, making me to disobey God. Be bound. Be bound. Be bound. Be bound. Be bound. Be bound. In Jesus mighty there we
1: pray. I like the way we are praying. Nonchalant. Pastor, you know my problem. I am telling you that this is the solution. Some of you are in that trouble and you still be there because you refuse to obey God. Once you can obey God, He said,
0: He will
1: make sure that you overcome. He said, It will be with you. Mountains will be moved because of you. I like the way you are praying. You see how you pray? He shows us some people take God. That's why I said, The conclusion of the matter is the fear of God. Fear Him and obey His commandments.
0: You will open your mouth and pray again. Spirit of disobedience. Aha! Uh-huh. I want you to say it louder. Oh, preach in my life. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Aha! Uh-huh. Spirit of disobedience. Aha! Uh-huh. In Jesus. Jesus
1: mighty nail. The Lord said, I should warn some people, you have the prophetic oil upon your life, but you are taking to alcohol. Although you are saying you are taking little, the Lord said, This is your final warning. If you don't want that oil to dry up, run completely away from alcohol. Say no. You know yourself. You have a prophetic calling. How do you know that you have a prophetic call? You can dream. You can know there is something that tells you. Let you know evil and good. Is there. You, you can see that you have that thing. You have that gift. But the Lord is telling me that you are giving to wine. The Lord says stop. Or else that gift will dry up. And once it dries up. What happens is that you are prone to enter hell. So, if you're that person, please stay off. Lord, we thank you for today. Lay your hands of power upon us. Do that which you alone can do in our life. In Jesus' mighty name, we
0: pray. Amen. God bless you. Let's have a seat. We hope that you enjoyed today's edition of Fire Nuggets with Pastor David. If you would like to get connected with us, please visit mfmdallastexas.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Peace and blessings to you in Jesus' name.